Proverbs uh, chapter 31, chapter 31, and um, I don't know if Brother Larry can hear me or maybe one of the uh, deacons or so forth, but I see a lot of people fanning, so we might need to just check the temperature there and make uh, some adjustments, and uh, so don't want anybody passing out on us. And uh, so Proverbs chapter 31, I'm going to go ahead and have you stand in reverence to the Word of God this morning. Uh, just going to read one verse of Scripture. Of course, Proverbs chapter 31 probably being preached in a lot of churches this morning. And and I was tempted to kind of avoid it just because it is a popular one. But God just kept bringing me back to it. And, uh, uh, you know, the Word of God, it, it never gets old. Amen. And uh, so I praise the Lord uh, for the Bible. I just have one verse I'm going to read, but we're going to talk about most of the chapter. I uh, won't read it all, but we'll look at some things. And uh, but Proverbs chapter 31, title of the message this morning, A Biblical Mother's Price is Far Above Rubies. And that is certainly true. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 10, we'll see that. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for uh, the blessings of life. We thank you for the good spirit that's here this morning. Lord, we certainly thank you uh, for the time we got to spend honoring our mothers with a, a simple little rose. And, uh, Father, it's always a blessing to see the young children doing those types of things. And, again, Lord, I just pray that you'd have your will and your way in this service. I, I know that we as human beings, we have our days that we have on our calendars that we like to emphasize and celebrate certain things. And I think that's good, and I think it's wonderful that we do that, uh, Lord. But uh, you always have a purpose for us. And, and Lord, again, we have a, a reason that we may be here. Uh, but most of all, Lord, I want to find the reason why you want me here. And uh, so, Father, I pray, dear God, that you begin to speak to hearts in a mighty and powerful way. And when uh, the time comes to respond to the preaching of the Word of God, that we won't be shuffling around and milling around, but we'll still be focused in and come and do business with you, Lord. And Father, I just hope and pray that you'll be honored and blessed, uh, glorified in everything that is said and done here today. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen and amen. All right, you can go ahead and be seated. Uh, our text once again says, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? And so we see the price, uh, the mention, the price, the value of rubies in connection to a virtuous woman. And I've done a little bit of uh, research on rubies, and, and there's been times in history that rubies have been more valuable than even diamonds, and even gold in some instances. And one of the reasons that they're so valuable is because they are rare. And even by today's standards and technology and mining and those types of things, they're still very rare to find. And so when you do find a ruby, and there's different uh, grades, if you will, of them, uh, and they can be very, very uh, valuable because of their rarity. And we see that word virtuous, and most of us probably have a common understanding of what this means, and uh, it does mean a great deal uh, in the context of Proverbs chapter 31. It's talking about superb Christian character. And of course, uh, that could be attached to anyone, uh, male or female, but today we're talking about uh, mothers, and certainly that is the context there in verse 10 uh, as well. But in me, in more detail, and I thought it was interesting because some of the girls uh, that uh, uh, were bragging on their mama used some of these very words, and the word virtuous means trustworthy, it means faithful, uh, purity, uh, unselfishness, kindness, wisdom, that is the wisdom of God. 
And all these things, as, as uh, we see here in our, our text, is wrapped up into a woman, in this case, uh, who fears God. And what a, what a wonderful thing that is. But I want to remind you that, that uh, this is a rarity. It was a rarity even in the days of Solomon and a rarity even uh, today. And so there's uh, several things that I want to pull out of Proverbs chapter 31 that pertain to a biblical mother, as the Bible says, whose price is far above rubies. And number one is this. She's a Bible teacher to her children. Now, I want to pause here for just a moment because I realize that some of us, like myself, we didn't grow up in a Christian home. We didn't get saved later in life. And, and I've shared with you, boy, I wish I could go back and change some things. And so anytime we hear a message like this, listen to me, it's not designed to try to push you down into the dirt and try to make you feel guilty and those types of things. But I don't know about you, but I don't want my children to make the same mistakes I made. Amen? And so I want my children, I want young people to hear these messages, see how God does it. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, forgiveness. And, and certainly we can be forgiven and we can go on to be a great mother, a great dad as far as that concern and, and serve the Lord. So I just want you to understand that's not what this message is about. But this is what God says a virtuous woman is. And the first thing we're going to see here as we look at verse 1, um, it says the words of Lemuel, uh, the prophecy that his mother taught him. Notice it says that his mother taught him. Isn't that interesting? So again, she's Bible teacher to her children. Uh, his mother taught him, and certainly God makes it clear who should teach and not teach, even in the local New Testament church. But when it comes to the home, biblical mothers are to be biblical teachers, amen? They're to be Bible teachers. And I think this is so important. And the king says this, uh, basically he says, my mother taught me some things, use the word prophecy, but he taught, she taught him some things about scripture. Scripture is the Bible. And so yes, by the, the Bible teaches again, a father leads the home, ensures biblical training, and should do that training himself. But ideally, practically, especially when children are small, uh, the wife typically will have more opportunity throughout the day to teach her children. So it just kind of naturally flows in that way. And, and again, that's why it's important that we line our family up with what the Bible says. And it's been my experience, just not that I've been in their homes, but, but, but Sunday school teachers and those that work with young people, some of the best Bible teachers, some of the best Bible storytellers, some of the best biblical object lesson presenters are women. Godly women. And I praise the Lord for that. Uh, I believe that maybe even a lot of godly women who have taught Sunday school classes, maybe they only had one or two in their Sunday school class, but I'm here to tell you God's got great rewards for those people in heaven someday. And I believe that's a blessing. So, she is a Bible teacher to her children. Number two, she, she values what it is to be a mother. I want to say that again. She values what it is to be a mother. You know, I don't know about you, and I guess it's probably the same across the world, many different countries, but I just, you know, thinking about America this week, and, you know, one of the saddest things to come to America is the downgrading of the traditional and biblical mother. I think that's one of the saddest things that we see today. Um, let me just say this, we don't find Rosie the Riveter in the Bible. Amen. The model woman of today, I fear, is a far cry 
from the woman whose price is far above rubies. Amen. And we notice these verses I want to read to you in connection with being a wife and a mother. And I think that they're very important to understand. Verse 11, it says, The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him uh, good and not evil in the days of her life. Now, we're not making this about men today. But what we have here, a virtuous woman can be trusted. And she will conduct herself as such. We're not going to talk about true Jewish tradition today. But what I want you to understand that we're talking about a woman that was trusted to do the right thing. She was trusted. She would conduct herself as such. By the way, gentlemen, I want to challenge you this morning. It's true, the Bible teaches man is the head of the wife. That's as much Bible as John 3.16. The Bible teaches that wives should submit to their husbands. Again, as much Bible as John 3.16, as church does for Christ. But men, amen, let's do our part, amen. Ephesians 5.25 challenges us all. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. But ladies, be the honorable, self-sacrificing queen of your home and value it. Value it. It's needed in America. It's needed in our churches today. And again, man, I want to challenge you to treat your wife as the queen of the home because she surely is. Let's talk about purity for just a moment. Young ladies, young men even, protect your purity. Amen? Now let's not focus on our past. Let's focus on what we want to see out of young people. Amen? Protect your purity. Value your purity. Because it will benefit you greatly one day. And as I said, I realize there's many that have failed in this area. We certainly can't go back and change things. But as I know, uh, even in my own life and in the lives of others, by God's grace, Amen. God's love and grace, a lady can overcome her past, get right with God, and be a great mom and be a great leader in the church. Amen. That's not what this is about. I want you to understand. But I just want you to understand it's better to do it God's way from the beginning. It's better to begin as a child understanding the value being a mother, and the value of purity. It's valuable. And I know the world teaches differently. I'm not interested in what the world says. I'm interested in what God says. And so, young lady, living a godly, chaste, pure life now is going to make it easier for you to be a virtuous woman before God someday. You know, we don't need more wine-cooler-drinking, cigarette-smoking, bar-hopping women that are raising more of the same. We need women who value purity, and they teach their daughters to do the same thing. Amen. By the way, that'll go a long way in helping America, too. Purity. She values it. She values being a homemaker. Since when did being a homemaker come to be so looked down upon? I I, I don't understand that. I believe this, it takes more skill, it takes more strength, it takes more organization to be a homemaker than it does a surgeon. I'm serious. 
And we're going to read some, some scripture here that I, I believe, I know I couldn't do all that. And I don't believe most men could. I can only speak for myself. We're going to notice some things. Look at verse 13. Now look at all these things this, this virtuous woman does. She uh, seeketh wool. And if you understand uh, the, uh, uh, the culture in those days, it would mean a lot more to you. But, but just understand, this is a busy lady. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ship. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night, that is early in the morning, and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. Don't think this is old-fashioned. This is Bible. She considereth a field and buyeth it, and the fruit of her hands she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth uh, that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth out, goeth not out by night. She gets up early, stays up late. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold of the distaff. She stretches out her hand to the poor. She reaches forth her hands to the needy. So this is a very, a very busy woman. All I can say, wow, that takes a lot. And if you understand the culture in that day, uh, we notice that she's taking care of the home. She's not just staying at home. She's not just being in the home. But, but, but that the keeping of the home, a biblical home, certainly is her priority. Amen. In other words, being a biblically grounded home is her main focus. And I think that's important. She ensures that her palace is clean and tidy. She ensures, that's what we're seeing here, she ensures that they're fed. She's frugal and wise with the money. She's not afraid to get her hands dirty. She's wise with business. Her family's clothes are clean and ironed. and She doesn't spend too much time sleeping and lounging. Verse 27, she looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. I tell you what, this is a busy woman. This takes a lot of smarts, a lot of organization. Amen? I don't know why being a homemaker is looked down on. I sure don't. Now notice I said, though, that she ensures these things are done. Men don't be a little dictator and, you know, sit around, hey, help your queen. I think I've shared this with you before. Had a man and a lady get saved, and they kind of come from a rough lifestyle. They hadn't been saved but a couple weeks, and they were fussing and arguing, and and uh, they wanted to see me, and I drove up to the church, and it's kind of late at night, and sat down. And the first thing he did is he sat down, and he says, Preacher, ain't she supposed to do what I tell her? <laughs> I said, well, it goes a little farther than that, brother. What I'm saying is, man, you help your queen. She ensures those things. But you can help, amen? By the way, children, don't wait for mom to tell you to do something. You know what needs to be done? Do it, amen? Amen. But praise the Lord for the rare and beautiful woman today who values what it is to be a mother. Amen. Hey, don't buy this socialistic, secular view of what the modern-day woman and mom is. That's a bunch of garbage and it's unbiblical. Amen. I'll amen myself on that one. 
A mother's love is to be compared to a God's love. Isaiah 66.13 says, As one whom his mother comforteth, so will I comfort you. God says to the people here, I'm going to comfort you in the same way that a mother comforts her children. That says a lot, doesn't it? That tells you about the power of a mother's love, doesn't it? Uh, uh, we notice there, verse 26 and 28, She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and her tongue is the law of kindness. We've already looked at verse 27. Look at verse 28. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. This is a happy home. Praise the Lord for the kind words of mothers. I went up to get the bucket truck few weeks ago to uh, for the men to finish up our roof and and while I was up there my mom actually it was before that I'm getting my times mixed up I do that sometimes but anyway I was back home a few weeks ago and and uh, my mother had found she's moved into a new place in town they moved off the farm into town and and uh, uh, she found some old movies that my wife had made when our son this is 30 years ago you know the big tapes and she found those, and we got them out, and she still had the VCR player. Couldn't believe she still had one of those even. And we plugged them things in. You know, them things worked. Clear as day. And uh, so uh, one of them that my wife had sent uh, was our son. He was just a little bitty guy. And uh, he was a toddler in some, so, you know, there were several there. Uh, and while I was just being my mom, so, you know, I listened, I watched, and I was watching my wife, and a uh, very young lady, and I thought, wow, how did I ever land that? Amen. That's the first thing I thought is, man, alive. She definitely, I definitely married up. I, uh, but what I noticed about her was she, you know, she, she had that countenance as she was interacting with our son, that little baby. And, uh, you know, with her baby boy there. You know, there's just something about the countenance of a mother as she loves on her children. It's just, to me, it's one of the sweetest things this side of heaven. Uh, and I also even noticed that as my wife was watching it as well, you know, the other day, she's watching that movie, she still had that same countenance as she watched that, and I thought that was sweet. You know, there's a lot of things that fade with time. Um, I don't remember who it was. I was talking to somebody about this very thing before church, but... But I, I believe a, a mother's love uh, for her babies never fades with time. I, I, I just don't believe that happens. And, and I've witnessed that uh, with, with Miss Dana the other day. Um, I, please don't misunderstand me. I, I believe the, the fragrance of a child's love for their mother loses a little over time. What I mean by that is they grow up and they get married and they have children of their own. You know, things change. Don't misunderstand me. Um, but the fragrance of a mother's love for her children, I don't believe that ever changes. And I think that's what God means here, is one whom his mother comforteth, so will I comfort you. I believe God used that example for a very good reason. So we've talked about how a virtuous woman, as a Bible teacher to her children, virtuous woman values what it is to be a mother. And we've talked about the love and kindness of a mother who value, whose value is far above rubies and Let's talk about the reward of, of a virtuous woman. Now, I want you to understand, let us be reminded of the things that we've looked at. I've mentioned this, but I want to mention it again. Uh, they're not something that's found in every woman who has had a baby, sadly. Um, 
I want to remind you, these are things that are rarer and more valuable than rubies, but I believe any woman can turn to God and be this kind of mother no matter what your past may be. I believe that. And as mentioned already, some may have failed in certain areas of life, and I, I get it, I understand, but it's never too late to begin to apply what it is to be a virtuous woman to your life. So I want to encourage you. And maybe God could be saying to some woman even now who maybe has a history that is less than desirable, as he said in Isaiah 1.18, Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they may be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. It's never too late, amen, to come to the Lord and begin to live a biblical life for Him. And it's all because of His grace and not anybody's value. He's not a respecter of persons. He loves us all the same. So I want to encourage you. And maybe, as I said a while ago, there may be a young lady, or or maybe not so young, but a, a lady who may be being tempted to do something that is unbiblical. I just want to say, value what you have. Listen, you don't have to follow the footsteps of other people. Amen? I, I know Mama did it that way, and Grandma might even done it that way, but you don't have to. Amen? You don't have to. Don't follow in the footsteps of others. Follow what God would have you to do. You don't have to be. We've looked at some statistics in Sunday school, but but we think of, of, uh, of, of the divorce rate. We think of... Uh, promiscuity, we think of adultery, uh, sex before marriage, shacking up, all those types of things. Hey, listen, you don't have to be another common, numerous statistic. Amen? Listen, young lady, you can be a rarity. Something that is valuable, more valuable than any ruby that will ever be found on this planet. Amen? And who wouldn't want their children or grandchildren to be that? Amen? Amen. But there is a reward, and uh, I would even say the motivation to be a virtuous woman. Verse 25, strength and honor are her clothing, and she will rejoice in time to come. Notice the last part of that voice, she will rejoice in time to come. God promises some things, not only for women, but for anybody that want to give their life to Him and live as they should. It says they will rejoice Verse 28, her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. Amen. What a sweet picture that is. But again, she will rejoice in time to come. This is a, a jewel of a mother who has influenced her family in her godly and biblical life. And the result is, is that, that uh, you know, her, her cherishing in other words, the mother cherishing her God-given role as a woman, God rewards that greatly. Amen. This is the reward, again, of purity, of faithfulness, steadfastness in a woman today. And God says such a woman of this rare quality should be praised. Verse 30, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. Amen. But a woman that feareth the Lord 
She shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Now that right there, that's a successful woman. Amen. Amen. That is a successful woman. That's a far cry from what many call success today. And I think that uh, we just only have to watch the news and find out that our way of thinking isn't working too good. And I end with this. We've talked about the power of a mother's love, but there's a love even stronger than that. And that's the love that God has for you. As an individual, maybe you're a mother here today, but you're not saved. You might have some background in church, and maybe you've been baptized, and got a name on a church roll somewhere. But you're not saved. You've never repented of your sin. What I mean by that is you've never simply had a change of mind, a change of heart. You've never accepted Christ as your Savior. Now, don't misunderstand me. You'll never hear me say that a lost woman doesn't love her children. But I do believe in yourself and certainly loving God. This includes the ability to think about the awful price that Jesus paid on your behalf. An awful death provide for you eternal life. Don't walk away from that here this morning. It'll only be harder to get saved tomorrow. Let Christ give you a new nature today. Amen. So if you need to come and be saved, that's the first thing you need to do. And as our pianist comes and we get ready for the invitation this morning, I know sometimes Mother's Day isn't a big a celebration for some as it is others. I know sometimes there's brokenness, there's hard feelings, there's a lot of emotions that can come on Mother's Day depending on what we've been through as a child or maybe... You know, maybe we've had some rebellious children or what have you. So I don't know where you're at today. I don't know hearts. Only God does. But I do know that he brought us to this point in time because he wants to speak to us about something. And so if God is speaking to your heart about anything, I suggest that you come. Or maybe just want to come and pray for your mom this morning. Maybe just come and thank her. Maybe your mom's been in heaven for a long time and you just want to come and thank her for the things that she's put in your life and you know, maybe mom isn't perfect. Certainly no mom is. But I thank the Lord for my mother. And I know you thank the Lord for your mother as well. Father, as we give this invitation, I hope and pray, dear God, that you begin to speak to hearts even now. And Lord, that we might come and, and pray accordingly to how you've spoken to our hearts here this morning with this message. Father, I hope and pray that none of us will leave here with any unfinished business. I hope and pray that that uh, certainly that anybody that may be lost today, that they would come and accept Christ as their Savior. And Father, so they can be who you'd have them to be in the Lord. And again, Lord, I, I pray for uh, all the moms here today. Lord, I thank you for the godly women, not just uh, you know family members, but the godly women that uh, I've been... Uh, honored to serve uh, over the years with. And thank you for their families and, and Father, the uh, testimony that they have. And, Lord, it's encouraging when I see uh, children that are, that are not going the way of the world. And Lord, I thank you for godly moms who are staying the course, who value what it is to be a mother.
And I also thank you for a dad who values what it is to be a biblical father as well. So, Father, help us if we need to correct some things today to come. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen and amen.